there. Welcome to another episode of Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. My name is Martia Umar. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Have you ever been in a situation where you feel frustrated and angry and not knowing what to do because your loved one or your relative or child needs a blood donor? They need blood transfusion so badly. That was the story of a mother who needed blood for her child. I mean, she needed blood transfusion to save her child. Though the child did not die, the child is autistic. But the blood, the sick at that point could have mitigated what they're going through at the moment. Let's listen to a story. I knew something was wrong with my child from the time I gave back to him. But nobody took me seriously. I went to, if I had the child, I didn't have the child at home. I had the child in uh, um, Island Maternity Hospital, Lagos. I saw two doctors in 1004 uh, uh, hospital. I went to St. Kizito's Hospital. What am I supposed to do? That is on the average from the day he was born, I was seeing a doctor every day. Then I knew when they came to pick my son's file. Then my brother called me about 10 minutes later to say, are you sitting down? I said, yes, uh, no. He said, you should sit down. I said, why do I need to sit down? He said, because I want to tell you something very important. I'm like, okay, I'm seated. He said, um, I'm told you are crying. I said, Am I, I'm not, this is not a party hall. I'm not supposed to be having a party here. Then he was like, um, um, what they are saying is that um, the child has been severely affected by the jaundice. So, and I'm like, how? How do you, how do we let a child go? So I went to, there is a table in the unit, in the ICU there, where they were seated. So I went to them. Um, I told them, I know that Massey Children Hospital is a government facility and um, everything they do there is free. But I have my money. I came there for expertise. I have my money. I came there for expertise so I can pay. I opened my bag and dropped money on the table. I told them I need my child. So they now um, they now ordered another test, you know, after I said all that and I told them if my child died, I was not going to let it pass. Somebody will go to jail for it. So they began to take action then. Then we had a second exchange blood transfusion. Even to get blood from the blood bank was a problem. We didn't get blood. They wanted fresh blood. They didn't, we didn't get blood. We need this blood. They didn't give us. They didn't give us. By the time we went back again, they said somebody else had taken that blood. We needed fresh blood for the exchange blood transfusion. We didn't get. We got a week old blood. That's why today I'm a blood donor. And I drive that initiative. We are wasting lives because people are not giving if if he had blood that day, he will he will at the right time we will have reduced and mitigated the consequences of his challenge you understand what i'm saying and that was a mother who almost lost her child as a result of lack of blood transfusion there was no blood in the bank and today she drives an initiative that has to do with blood donation. 
Let's go on a quick break. When we come back, we'll learn everything that has to do with blood transfusion, the myths about blood transfusion, who can donate blood and who cannot donate blood. This and more we get to listen after the break. Do stay with us. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. In this episode of the show, we are taking a look at blood transfusion and blood donation. Before we went on that break, we listened to the story of a mother who almost lost her baby because of lack of blood donation or lack of blood transfusion at the time that the baby needed it. And like I said before, she now drives a blood donation initiative. Now, let's listen to a medical practitioner tell us more about blood transfusion. My name is Dr. Bela Halirugozu. I'm a hematologist. I work with American Otishina Hospital. I also work with Byron University Kano as a lecturer, okay. Department of Hematology and Blood Transfusion. All right. Thank you very much <laughs> for joining us on today's podcast. So, I just want to start my question from this misconception or myth about donating blood a lot of people believe that when you go in to donate blood you're giving milk and then a drink a popular drink everybody knows and then that is believed to restore your blood and so a lot of people rush because of that but i want you to say now as a medical practitioner and as a professional now does it restore back the blood that you've donated to someone in in a straight answer no um, let me just explain a bit. Um, if you donate blood, it doesn't mean the, the drink that they give you uh, will now restore what you've given. What what they do is they're refreshing you, they encourage you to come back and donate because you are treated well by the facility uh, where the donation took place. Um, uh, if there is some uh, dehydration of some sort, you may get refreshing, but it doesn't mean whatever you've taken back is going to boost the um, blood production. Naturally, your bone marrow, which is the factory that makes blood, will do its job. Uh, because we ensure that first, before you donate, uh, your weight, your height, your blood pressure, uh, your hemoglobin level that tells us that you are fit to donate are okay before you, we bleed you. So there is no <laughs> no 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 sense truly in, in in the allegation that if you will now take drinks, what you have donated is going to come back immediate. It oh. takes time before that happens. All right. So you said that the 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 marrow which is responsible for taking care of itself will actually re- return the blood in uh, a given time. I'm glad that you actually mentioned hemoglobin because, of course, you need that. So what should people who donate blood do after they've donated blood and they've they've been given this milk, this orange and other beverages that you can think about? What kind of food can they eat? Uh, there, is, there is no specific food that we recommend. It's normally what you eat every day, balanced diet. The first thing that somebody should do after donating is to rest a bit. Um, stay where you're doing it for 5 to 10 minutes before you stand up and start moving. And we recommend you also don't engage in activities that um, need operation of machineries because rarely, very rarely, 
there is what we call post donation syncope that somebody can actually collapse after donation very very rarely so we recommend uh, you don't directly go and start driving uh, you don't go and operate my ma- uh, operate machineries you you relax a bit uh, uh till after some few hours uh, in terms of food there is no specific recommendation you eat what you've been eating and after some time your body naturally replace what you have given so how often should someone donate blood Three months every three months somebody should donate that is the recommendation all right so early on the show we heard from someone a woman a mother who had lost not lost her son but the child is autistic now but she said that you know she had this problem of jaundice when she gave birth to a child and then the child needed blood and all of that but that wasn't the situation of her son so that brings me to my next question why is it important to donate blood You just mentioned one that um uh, those babies who are delivered with jaundice depending on the severity sometimes doctors uh, recommend using um special lamps phototherapy sometimes we exchange their blood and ask for them to have an exchange of blood therapy uh, they, we need blood so that is one classical example that if you don't intervene immediately something can go wrong and uh, there may be complications affecting uh, the brain development so somebody might grow up with um, certain neurological deficits we all know uh, that um uh, we have increasing number of um Uh, people with chronic kidney disease is becoming alarming people going for dialysis uh, because kidneys are very important in um blood production because they produce a certain chemical called erythropoietin that the bone marrow uses to make blood uh, if the kidneys have failed um requirements for blood transfusion increases we also have pregnant mothers who during delivery may lose blood or you sometimes even before delivery or after delivery a large chunk of people who die mothers who die during delivery about 24% of them mm-hmm. die because of um, hemorrhage and so if they bleed if there is no blood around to transfuse them we we lose them so if you have large chunk of people who have sickle cell disease who along the line may require blood you need to have a lot of bl- uh, blood donors in the society so we have a lot of reasons okay. uh, f- for us to encourage people to become uh, blood donors i heard that some people with tattoo cannot donate blood and so on so can you <laughs> elaborate on the set of people that cannot donate blood Let me before answering this just correct this uh, myth. Okay. That um because what is really worrying in Nigeria is that you have um donors but we have more of male donors than female donors. About 95% of donors where we practice where I practice is um is mainly male donors. You have only 5% contribution by females and the misconception is that females do not uh, do donate blood. So I'll start with that. Females donate blood the only two uh, groups of pe- females who do, who are not supposed to donate blood are uh, pregnant mothers and lactating mothers those who are breastfeeding so pregnant and lactating mothers and then those who are below the age of 18 and those who are above the age of 65 they don't donate blood 
and those who weigh less than 50 kilograms if somebody weighs less than 50 kg uh, that individual is not supposed to donate blood except in certain situations where uh, that individual probably has a special or a rare blood group a negative or negative b negative so the negatives in our society are not many so you have um, about 3% of nigerians in the north um it depends on the area but most um uh, in nigerian population is between 1 to 3% of nigerians are negative so if you have a negative blood and we need it and you weigh less than 50 kg or you are more than 18 you are between 18 and 65 years uh, we can use a smaller bag there's a pediatric bag of donation we call it pedo bag and whoever has a chronic ailment whoever has hypertension whoever has diabetes whoever has epilepsy these are chronic diseases uh, these individuals are not supposed to donate and of course i have mentioned uh, if uh, during screening somebody tested positive for hiv hepatitis b or c and uh, syphilis these individuals are not supposed to donate All right. It's about the tattoo. <laughs> yeah, tattoo. Why why people are, are talking about tattoo where tattoos are common is that uh, the use of sharp materials. You know, they use like piercing uh, materials to do tattoos. So if they are you share um needles people don't are not supposed to uh, donate blood because of the piercing and that is one sometimes people think some of the dyes used may go into the blood. but the main issue is sharing needles in pier and making the tattoos are the ones are the reasons for discouraging people for with tattoos uh, to donate and it applies to any other sharp material not only tattoo whoever shares sharp mat- uh, needles or materials among themselves are not supposed to donate blood All right, thank you very much. But before you go, can you introduce yourself to us again? Okay, my name is Dr. Delahalu Rugozo. I work with American Nutrition Hospital and uh, Bayer University Kano. And that was a medical practitioner. Really, really educative there. I know you must have picked one or two about blood transfusion, a uh, blood donation, what you should do what you shouldn't do, who can donate and who cannot donate. And most importantly, the one about the milk and a malt drink or the one about tattoo it has been cleared by the doctor and i'm sure you've gained one or two and this is how we call it a close on this episode of nigeria daily remember that nigeria daily is open to sponsorship and advert placement you can reach us via our social media handles on twitter and instagram you can find us at daily underscore trust on facebook we are at daily trust Call or send us a message on 091-389-33390. Also, know that you can listen to Nigeria Daily or this episode all over again if you log into our website on www.dailytrust.com or on buzzsprout.com. You can check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. All you have to do is type Nigeria Daily and you can listen to our previous episodes or the episode you're listening to at the moment to all our contributors across Nigeria I want to say thank you so much for your contribution we really appreciate your contribution and it's not taken for granted you can also listen to Nigeria daily on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola Nas FM is also in Mobi with the frequency 105.5 Sawaba Radio 104.9 Hadejia in Jigawa state Unity FM 93.3 Charles Plateau state and Badeki Radio 90.1 in Mina, Niger State. Bye for now.